to Leading with Love, a podcast for women who are ready to slow down, live more consciously, and lead their lives with love. I'm Gemma Gosden, and I'll be bringing you a series of conversations with real women who are delving deep to reconnect with their truest selves. Get ready for stories of authenticity, courage, and inspiration as we explore what it's like to live an unapologetic, heart-driven life. everyone, I'm joined by Claire Curtis today. Claire's a Reiki master, moon mother, and runs Women's Circles and Retreats via her business, Claire Curtis Wellbeing. Um, she's a healer, light worker, teacher, mentor, and all round um, really bright light, which you're going to get to hear about in a mo. She's also the founder of Mothers Supporting Mothers. Yes, yeah, so welcome, Claire. I'm so glad that you came on, agreed to come on with me and have a big chat today. Thank you. I'm really excited as well. I feel a bit giggly actually now. No, no, really <laughs> now we've started. Of, I'm sure we'll be getting into that anyway, but that's kind of like the whole thing, isn't it? About like being in flow and living more consciously. It's it's that feeling. And I've, I've hit record now because Claire and I were starting to go off on like a chat <laughs> about everything before we recorded it. And then we'd be like, ah, why didn't we, <laughs> why didn't I hit record? But um. Yeah, so we've known each other for a few years, haven't we? We met locally, I suppose, via um, our friend Kerry Jarvis. But, you know, life is busy, isn't it? And you kind of connect when you're at something and then you kind of, it's not that you like purposely disconnect, you just kind of keep in touch over social media and that's it. And we've recently connected again over DMs, kind of all to do, um, well, I guess it's the great awakening, isn't it? The rise in consciousness, the, um, I guess, kicked off or or not kicked off accelerated for a lot of us by um by the coronavirus I should probably add I don't know when people will be listening to this but we are like right in the thick of hopefully not the thick of it now but what week are we in now of lockdown here in the UK about I don't know is it 11 or 12 maybe I've lost I've lost track but I know for like both of us we've connected on this and lockdowns um Obviously, I know there's loads of like mixed feelings about this, but we're actually both quite enjoying our bubble, aren't we? <laughs> our bubble at home. Um, so yeah, how's how's it been for you so far? Like the the process of this? Yeah, um, it has been. In some respects, it's been quite easy because this is one of the things I mentioned to you when we first like reconnected when this happened was we had already slowed down our life quite a lot we were already trying to step into um flow Mm. with our lives um and simplifying our lives and so in some ways it was quite easy to follow guidance that was being given and remain at home and it's been great having um my eldest son home more he's seven and the four of us reconnecting on a on a on a kind of I want to say a deeper level because it's not that you're not connected, but when one person's going off to work or to school and you know nursery and you're you're kind of together but you're disjointed as oh, yeah, well. Definitely. And and so I think that's been really a blessing because I've, this is time that we. We kind of asked for as a family, really. Um, last summer, my husband and I 
kind of figure things out so that he could take the whole summer off and we could be together as a family throughout the whole summer because that's what we want more of. That's what we value is time together. So from that perspective, it's great saying that. Um, having a seven-year-old and a three-year-old um, <laughs> can be really challenging. <laughs> so, so there have been times where we are all pretty grumpy and cross with each other and getting under each other's feet. Um, so from a family perspective, it can still be, um, be challenging. Um, and then there's like the personal revelations that mm. are going on. Um, and it's really interesting. My husband and I are both um, awakening at different levels and in different ways, but they're kind of all coming to, together. So he's got his way of going about things and I've got my way of going about things. And then we have a conversation and they both marry up. Mm. which is really fantastic um and that to me I've, I've been discovering a little bit more about sacred union recently like with the masculine and the feminine that sacred union and I feel like that is what is happening with us as well so it's really um really profound I guess mm. what's what's going on at the moment on so many so many levels um, yeah, it definitely is on, I can definitely identify with all of that because we've been, well, I say we've been, my husband's naturally um, one for doing, that sounds wrong, doing as little as possible, but it kind of is that, we're kind of parallel opposites in that I have always like thrived, well I thought I thrived on busyness, I didn't really thrive on it, but it was I guess there's so many reasons for wanting to be busy, isn't there, and when I look back it's probably um almost that like fear of nothing like fear of that slowness and that kind of being left with yourself then and also I, th I do wonder as well if a lot of people are like at the beginning of this lockdown I wonder how many people were like really terrified or how many mothers perhaps and fathers too were terrified of being left with their kids like no outside entertainment no like and I don't mean that in a judgmental way because like it doesn't feel so bad for me now mine are nearly 10 7 and um, not far off five and it's completely different having kids that age to having a newborn baby and when my first child was born I was terrified like on my own with him if I wasn't you know getting out doing something it was almost like like what are me and him going to do on our own and I look back and think if only I could have had like the knowledge I have now and been in that place then I would have really enjoyed well maybe not enjoyed but I would have really behaved differently, like in that situation. With you probably a, would have savoured that time. Yeah, that's it, exactly. More and that connection than, and that bond that you yeah, can totally. form. Whereas yeah. it was all about trying to fix fix things, really, to try and make everything better or try and, you know, I'm going off on a tangent here. This is a <laughs> whole other podcast. Um, and I actually wrote a massive, um, I don't know whether it's going to be a chapter from my book or um, whether it was journaling via the computer or whatever. I wrote a ton about this last weekend. But yeah, going off on a massive tangent there, I think but, like overall, like you, it's been it really has been such a positive experience here in the terms of reconnection, but actually it doesn't feel a lot different to how we usually live. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I observed um again, there's no judgment here because we're all at different stages of um of life and discovering what is true in our in our hearts. And for some people, perhaps they're not interested in um in that aspect of their lives perhaps they they might thrive in a linear space where everything is driven 
forward, forward, forwards and um, up, 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 you know, get, gaining more of whatever it is that they feel is going to get them to a certain point in their lives. That's fine. But it was really interesting to see that how people were sharing that they'd bought lots more things for their children to do lots more activities mm. and craft things which is fantastic because creation is something yeah. that we should all be embodying anyway um, and creativity um, but buying extra toys and lots of lots of things and I didn't buy a single thing because no, I kind of felt that <laughs> I kind of felt that I am sure that they have plenty Mm. already and if not we can get creative and we can get resourceful we don't need to be buying more stuff Mm. and um and we don't need to be filling our lives with more we're trying Mm. to simplify our lives um rather than you know putting more in the mixing pot Mm. because that just kind of clouds everything else that is truly um important and can kind of lift lift us and our vibe and our connection to the earth and lots of people making plans and I did it myself but for different reasons so people making lots of plans for family quiz nights and this this that and the other um which is fantastic because we need to connect we've got the technology to connect um and that is so important but it's also filling your calendar up with lots of things because you don't want to be present you don't want to be still and you don't want to be in the moment Mm. um and that's really interesting as well. And I noticed when I noticed it quite early on within the first week or so, I've set up Mother Supporting Mother's Coffee Morning. I created a healing circle. So for a group of healers to come together and to meditate together and to um, send healing out mm. globally. Um, what else I did? I already had the women's circle date scheduled in uh, for much further along, but I brought the one forward so that we could all get together sooner and just kind of connect. Mm. And then I realised I'm going out as in my light worker capacity, just kind of trying to bring people together and make sure everyone's okay. And then I thought, this is one of my things that I need to learn is that um, I can't keep re- trying to rescue everybody. Sometimes I need to just wait and and see who... Um, needs me and then at that point it clicked that who needs me most were my children mm-hmm. um I very often go into rescue so I needed to break that cycle mm-hmm. so that I had a lesson really early on um yeah that's really myself. profound isn't it because mm-hmm. I can yeah I know that I'm definitely one to want to fix want to rescue and I think that kind of hit me during last year actually there was um I had some coaching with a lady called Nicola from I don't know May to I don't know when it whenever it was it finished just before we went away in December and it was kind of the the um it was a it was a good time but because of the place I was in it was almost like that coaching almost not in a not in a negative way like brought me brought me so many realizations and to a point where I knew I just needed to stop and stop trying to control everything and that that kind of goes back to the um what, what you're just saying there about like the rescuing people the fixing stuff the it's that control isn't it again and it's and it brought me to like a whole new level of surrender I guess and that's I guess how I would describe like this lockdown I think it's probably been easier for those people who have already got like tools in place and already mm-hmm. were kind of trying to embrace 
maybe a more like conscious way of living I think it's been harder when maybe you're not or you haven't done as much healing or you haven't there's areas that I don't know are, are calling to you and I guess it's a choice of whether you take those messages or whether you what's the word keep trying to not like patch it up but it is like a sticking plaster isn't it it's kind of it's burying your 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 feelings um, and emotions by distracting yourself Mm -hmm. and that's that's why everyone is so busy and that's why we've created these habits of busyness and filling our life with Mm -hmm. lots of things lots of activities lots of um you know lots of plans lots of things in our homes because we don't really perhaps want to, to, to really sit in our emotions mm. because it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's really oh, uncomfortable. It's horrible. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it so many times yeah. now, each cycle mm. of something happening. Mm. Um, but it kind of, it, when you've gone through that, you learn something from each yeah. time about yourself. Mm. Um, and that's, that's really powerful. Mm. I think when I look back to like the the beginning of this year when I really I wouldn't say like I was in a bad place like in terms of it wasn't like a deep dark depression or anything but it was one of those you know like crying a lot um kind of just lots of kind of like grief feelings but not really knowing you know that feeling of I know I'm really sad I know things aren't right I don't really know what's wrong and it would be easy to go or pull yourself together um you know you're lucky to be alive like that kind of stuff but we all you know we know that we can't we shouldn't be denying our emotions and it's best to sit with it and I think part of the reason it has passed is because I did just sit with it I kind of learned that was my lesson there and so many other lessons in between and I had like several friends kind of wanting to help and I think it was it was they saw me as kind of pushing them away but actually it was kind of that really deep knowing that I just needed to, like, I was, I was okay. I really was okay. Um, I think if I really wasn't okay, I would have accepted that help like more easily, but I knew I was okay and knew that it would pass, but I had to surrender and allow that. Yeah. And yeah, it's just so, such a, I don't know. I think I, what I really liked in one of your um, social media posts, I think you talked about how 2020 is like the year of, clear vision yeah like the 20 obviously 2020 vision and I just think it's just also yeah it's just also um yeah amazing like what's happening like on a personal level for me like the the clarity and the awakening that I'm receiving is just you've almost it's almost like it's happening so fast but I don't feel don't feel like threatened by that or feel like whoa please slow down it's just a case of like allowing <laughs> yeah and it's it's phenomenal because I've done a lot of um healing work for myself and sat in what you were describing before that darkness mm-hmm. because you've got to sit in that darkness um in order to understand what it is so that then you can emerge more into mm-hmm. the light without it holding you back um and 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 now 2020 being the year of clear vision that could be on an individual basis mm. it could be on a global basis it could be on both it's micro and, and macro um really what is happening and we needed everyone needed something 
that was going to shake things up a bit mm. that was going to impact everybody there's not a single person i'm sure that is unaffected by what is happening mm. and when our foundations and our belief systems and the structures around us are not as they were before because everything has been affected in some way we can't we can't ig ignore that and yeah. what I think is amazing is that there are people asking more questions um, as a result of what is happening there are more people being able to experience what an alternative life could be like even things as simple as working from home and therefore you get to eat with your family in the evening yeah. um or spending more time out in nature because we're going out for walks and we can't go to the shops mm. and um you know look around for hours at end and and whatever it might be whatever or whatever it is that you would ordinarily do to busy yourselves we're, we're having to really slow down and um and connect with nature and nature obviously gives us lessons mm. as well um about these these cycles um within life um and i've digressed myself now but um it's it has a connected. <laughs> yeah, it's no, connected that's I'm the thing it's so connected I'm just enjoying sitting here listening <laughs> it's, so, it's so nice because at the end of the day like with what's going on at the moment you could you could come on and you could and this isn't our style either of us and it isn't for most lightweight because you could come on you could sit here and talk about the fear you could talk about um and I'm not saying that this hasn't, as you said, it's affected everybody. Some people really profoundly, you know, if you have a relative that's died from this virus, then it's it's yeah. a completely different situation. Um, but it's not our style to sit here, like delving into the fear of it. Like I much prefer to like take the lessons and take, again, it's, 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 what, um, it's what both of our lives are about. It's leading with love. It's delving into our heart space, finding the lessons, finding um, finding how, what's what's kind of like resonating with us, and where we can use that to kind of learn and make our lives, you know, even more conscious than they already are. Yeah, and it's not that we're um, brushing aside any of the um, challenges that people are having and the losses and you know the sacrifices that are being made either it's that we need to um i guess demonstrate even more so that there is light on the other side yeah. mm. of the darkness that mm. is occurring and and also we are compassionate beings so we can't really sit for too long I guess in that dark space <laughs> where you know we can't sit in fear because that's we know that that's not healthy mm. for us on any level physically emotionally and spiritually mm. and it leaves um, powerless doesn't it I think that's absolutely that's like bringing me back to another thing that you said in one of your posts about um it's you know it's a it's really vital that and I believe this too, that more women realise just how much power they've got. I mean, not just women, all of us. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah. at the moment. And the I, yeah, no, Sorry. go on. Go. I said the divine feminine is in everyone. Yes. 
it is in everyone. Another and thing I wanted to talk to you about. It is that the balance is is so off, um, and it has been for a long time, which is yeah. why you know people have been saying things have got to change. What are we doing about this, and what are we doing about that? And um, people are working harder than mm. ever for you know potentially for for less. Why can yes, yeah. some people find? life is such a struggle life should not mm. be like this and it's because the balance is not right mm. and why are there so many um you know why is male suicide rates so high and mm. why do people feel they can't express themselves why do we feel that creativity is not as important as making profit for mm. example there, there is just there's so much there to, to unpack and when it comes to women um in particular it's very apparent for such a long time that we have had our power taken away from us mm. and you know there, there have been movements like the suffragette movement and but i don't think people really still understood that's that is the tip of the iceberg mm. um when it comes to what women are entitled to know about themselves and what they're entitled to to have um and yeah so i guess the divine feminine within us is understanding so much more about the gifts that we we have as women and as a moon mother which you mentioned at the beginning yeah. that is part of my my role now is to help women to understand more about their divine feminine power and to help them to tune back into it and that can involve um from an energy perspective a female energy awakening um which is in your womb space not everybody has a womb but within your womb space and uh, also there's a, a balancing as well with female energies to help with that transition with the awake that awakening of feminine energy and trying to integrate that into everyday life mm. um our we have lots of wisdom like as women we're holding we that in our wombs we have tons yeah. and it is just so downplayed oh, because there is not enough research mm. into it there's some some amazing people sharing um lots more now about women's wisdom and and that but with in terms of i'm jumping about i get i get so excited i don't know where to although i had some questions in mind we we're, we're organically covering it and that's the whole point yes, of it, I guess. The in flow and that's why you never you never need to plan anything you can just be in flow for us anything yeah. else carry and, that, <laughs> and that in itself that in itself is is divine feminine wisdom yeah. because Absolutely. um because we can trust and allow things yeah. to flow i liken it to like a river and you've got rocks in the river or yeah. stream rather and you know you can imagine that water running down and sometimes it's slow down sometimes it kind of gurgles yeah. up against the rock but somehow it still makes its its way and yes. it's meant to flow um and women are the same, but unfortunately, because there is, we're in a more of a masculine energy dominated world right now, um, it is hard for women to, to flow. We're expected to work at the same um, level 
as men all the time mm. whereas women are cyclical so there are going to be times when we are incredibly creative incredibly driven and we can churn out whatever it is we need to churn out in whatever capacity it is whether we're um you know doing projects at, at work or writing documents and briefs for board meetings or whatever it might be um you can get all of that done really easily and then there's other times when actually that's your reflective time to kind of sit and think about how you can do things differently mm. um or it might be time where you just need to just surrender which is yeah. a, i love that word um and we need to tap so much more into that cyclical mm. nature um so they've got the cyclical aspect within the divine feminine that more people need to yeah. think understand um and also we have the conditioning and mm -hmm. that we have been surrounded by um and i'll, I'll show a little bit about my personal um discoveries if you like and i started writing a post about this i'm not um shared it yet mm. um how i lost my power really at a very young age when i was two three years old um and then i also had lots of other kind of traumatic experiences as a mm. child um and then there were things that reinforced oh, in my window <laughs> and then there's other things that reinforced um my beliefs yeah. so I, I always felt vulnerable in certain situations um and i had a lot of fear um again about other about situations around me and so i and even in the work environment as i got older i was in the corporate world mm. playing by those rules um and playing them pretty well yeah i did i have yeah. had a successful corporate career um until it all came crumbling down with the birth of my first child um, and postnatal depression and things like that um but i was already on a spiritual path anyway um but anyway so my discovery of my divine feminine power meant that i had to really work on how those the things in society were reinforcing my fears and my vulnerability mm they all had to be dealt with and that takes time and they all had to be healed um i had emotional trauma and physical trauma that all needs to be released from myself and my body and um and there's been lots of forgiveness and compassion for myself and for others um and when you start to understand how these things have slowly been taken away from you you can start to claim them back again yes. but again that can be quite um vulnerable at times you've just got to keep taking one day at a time mm. um and yeah you 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 start to realize that if you take all of that stuff away bit by bit uh you can you can stand in the knowledge that that was all meant to teach you something but it's not who you are and you can basically live how you want to live mm. um and you don't need to live in fear you know that's just your ego trying to protect you and um yes yeah, so discovering your divine feminine power is understanding like your sovereignty like your goddess within you um 
and listening to your heart your heart is such an important um aspect of of your healing i love the fact or the way you describe that because we know like you you can just feel it can't you we know we have we have this in us already and it's a case of us having it's not even forgotten is it it's a case of unlearning as you've just said it's unlearning everything which is pretty hard to take unlearning so many things and I see this time at the moment or, or it's apparent to me from a lot of the things I've seen read listened to that we are in a process almost of unlearning now where the consciousness is raising and so is the divine femininity that's raising as well at the same time and absolutely it feels really exciting it's really exciting and because think, as things are crumbling yeah um, and that masculine energy is, is crumbling and there's cracks appearing whenever you're making space for something something new will fill that space and so as one thing is going something new in it, comes in its place and that is for, for me I feel that the, the rise of the divine feminine energy we've all been feeling it now for a few years it's just been building and building and this is the opportunity now for it to really get take that that space mm. it, it, and and to start to readdress the balance I don't think we're, we're not there yet we've still got quite a way to go but um but it's there it's going to mm. start to create that that balance again in the future yeah. definitely since since well I don't know it's been quite rapid to be honest since the start of like COVID-19 I guess for a lot of us we've had a bit more time on our hands we've had um a little bit more chance to maybe focus on some of the things that we really love to do and wouldn't normally do whether that's reading listening to podcasts and I think for me when this all started something just I can't even it's so funny isn't it I can't even I can't even think back and that's good really because it means that I was living in the moment <laughs> I was I was conscious yes. I was living in the moment and I obviously just went with what felt right and I obviously have a big influence on my mum Shirley Clemson who um is you know she she knows about everything <laughs> she's awakened to many many things and so she's I only brilliant. have to kind of mention something <laughs> and we can kind of have a conversation about it but I guess when this all started, just something, I don't know, my curiosity peaked. And so I started to kind of look into like on a spiritual level and maybe on a more physical level as well. Like what's, what, you know, what's going on? And this has been an interesting lesson for me as well, because I, during my time kind of away from social media, one of the big things I was, I was really, really working on was compassion. And that was healing and it isn't completely healed. I don't think anything's ever completely healed, but it was a compassion like towards myself because I'm always very hard on myself um, and also compassion to other people. And I kind of thought to myself, well, I knew I needed to work on it, but I thought, well, I am compassionate to other people, but actually this has been like a new level because it's, it's not only being compassionate to other people, but it, it kind of coincides with that compassion to yourself as well, that that whole it's okay for me it's played out in it's okay for me to stand in my truth and have an opinion but it's also okay for someone to stand in theirs and I think that's where certainly when I was a bit younger um maybe not not even that long ago I've always found it quite hard to maybe not be not be right or not be like validated and it's kind of I feel like this whole awakening is really 
thought for me that kind of um sense of it's okay for you know us all to have different truths can you feel that too at the moment that kind yeah. of I can I want to um, clarity in a minute which obviously yeah. connects with that as well yeah in terms of um the compassion you know I've, I've had a couple of scenarios already where people have obviously got different perspectives to mine and um and I have to step into the it's okay this is their version of of life and their reality and their perspective and time may come when they may have a different perspective and then perhaps they'll know that they can ask me questions if that's what they want to do but it can be really it can be really difficult I am actually and a lot of people probably won't realize this if people do know me that listen to this um I'm quite obviously I'm quite a calm person but I can also be very feisty Mm. um and I just feel it just rises up and I just I'm just really feisty and I don't mean I don't mean angry I do mean feisty in the workplace people sometimes passionate yeah I'll be very passionate um but what I've also realized is that I've got to be careful not to be too um I think the word's dogmatic yeah like because I've got these beliefs uh about what I believe is truly happening that doesn't make it someone else's truth yes yes, um and and it can be quite scary as well kind of if you like coming out to Mm. say (laughs) is what I feel and Mm. and and that's something that I'm still having to work on and but that that's partly because of some past life persecutions Mm. and things from myself so um which perhaps a lot of women might feel that as well but it's really important to speak our truth and we can Mm. all do that in our own way and some of us are are already there and mm. sharing what what they're discovering um I'm just I'm not fully there yet with being able to share things because then I have to think well is there is there another side of this yeah. and when it comes to polarity which you were just about to mention I'm starting to see a lot of things r- are really surprising me mm. with things that I people and things that I thought were one thing perhaps are not and I'm starting to understand that um for some people it's very difficult to to see as an outsider the um both sides of that person and how an action can be um completely positive on one side but Mm. completely the opposite on the other yeah um and that has that's kind of blown my mind a bit because Mm. I've always thought you know you've kind of got light and dark yeah um and and partly as a light worker that's been a big healing thing for for me recently is having to really look and spend longer in darkness yeah. um it allows you that compassion as well doesn't it i think because it, it's yeah. funny i think i think like you i'm saying as very calm and i've had so many comments like even like as, as I've said to you, like I don't, I don't meditate like regularly. I've started in the last, like, honestly, I think I've done it like five days in a row. Like it really, and it's great and I love it. And again, it's always in, in my head. I'm kind of, I'm fine as I am. So I don't need to meditate because I'm, you know, I spend a lot of time in my journal. I spend a lot of time kind of, well, I don't want to say in my head, but sometimes I'm in my head and then in my heart as much as I can be. 
But I, I think it's interesting how people do see you sometimes as one thing or another. And actually we can have, you know, we can have um, many, many different parts of ourselves. Like you, I'm incredibly feisty. I'm, I can be incredibly opinionated. And sometimes I've kept that, you know, kept that really within. And then it, that isn't always a good thing because it kind of boils away inside. What I'm working on at the moment is still having that inner fire and knowing that my opinion's okay, just because I've got an opinion on something today doesn't mean that's the big truth out there or it doesn't mean um, it's going to be my truth tomorrow or next week, given different information or different feelings. But I try to work with my heart in what kind of feels right and what flows. And it's like, like we were saying, like it's that little tingly kind of feeling, isn't it, of being in flow and actually this this feels aligned, this feels exciting, like this is what I believe at the moment. Um, but also, and also balancing that with don't spurt it all out whilst you're <laughs> feeling annoyed. Or I think, what did you say when we chatted the other week? Something about, I don't know, you said something like that, almost, almost <laughs> like it all just yeah. popping out in some nonsense. Yeah, I, yeah right? exactly. sometimes it just comes out like a complete random, I think I've not explained myself properly. <laughs> at all I've not justified (laughs) the point at all and I've just come across as like people think I'm losing it (laughs) I just start going but but what about this but what about this it's the year of clear vision like ask the questions didn't it it just feels it just gets a bit all are losing it a bit (laughs) yeah maybe we are maybe we are (laughs) um but going back to something you just said We've got to give ourselves permission. We've got to give other people permission Mm. to change their minds Mm. because sometimes we back ourselves into a corner because we're like, no, this is who I am. This is what I believe. Um, And then, and then we end up just butting heads with each other. Whereas if we can actually like listen to each other and um, share each other's thoughts and experiences and interpretations of what is going on around us, and openly and like and lovingly be able to speak and lovingly allow other people to be heard that's the only only way really that we can come to some kind of I guess um consensus with yeah it's almost it's the only way we can be as one isn't it and I think that's the learning here I don't know how long it's going to take and I don't know you know, the way I see it is the more of us that are talking about learning this ourselves, the more slowly people are going to kind of learn that. Because I think humanity as a whole generally wants the same thing. I think it's just that we are so played against one another in terms of, um, you know, media control. I mean, there's many ways of controlling the population. That's just one of them, which is huge. And the way I see it energetically and you know, maybe physically at some points at the moment, I can see those kind of old systems breaking down. Um, and even, I almost think, like, it doesn't really matter half the time, like, what you believe. It's the, it's the deeper lessons. So when I see um, words like um, conspiracy theories kind of bounded around, um, it, or, or other kind of, um, what's the word? It's like gaslighting, isn't it? Other Other kinds of terms like that. I think that, again the, the lesson isn't being learned there that when you when you use that phrase you shut other people down you say that they need to be censored you say that their truth isn't true enough 
Um, yeah, I completely when, agree. It's, this conspiracy yeah. theory term is a way to silence someone and yeah. to try and belittle their truth. Mm, and the reality is that, well, my reality is, I should say, yeah. my reality is that the system that we live in it, there are so many aspects of it, aspects of it that are the conspiracy mm. but we have believed it since we were born yeah you know i was chatting with my father-in-law <laughs> yesterday about the feudal system um that it was brought in in 1066 i said well we kind of still live like that now you know you've got wealthy people that own whether it's land whether it's data what, what you know whatever it is um taxing people or um, making the cost of living high so that they reap the financial rewards and we're still desperately trying to support ourselves and our families um, <clears throat> yeah that's it and I think so it's as just much as you can you can there's, there's loads of different things playing out like on you know political level like in this country yeah. there has been for years and and it's so interesting to me, like even the political system, the, the left and the right, is another way to separate us all. It's yeah. yet another way, isn't it? The light, yeah. the dark, the left, the right, the, um, the gay people, the straight people, the black people, the white people, whatever it is, it's a separation. Yeah. And this is a clever, uh, it's, it's a clever tactic because um, it, Machiavelli, uh, there's a, he wrote a book uh, I'll be honest I've not read it but um, that talks about how to gain power and how to wield it and it's by dividing and conquering mm. and that became very apparent to me when I originally set up Mothers Supporting Mothers because women are women slash mothers are pitted against each other yeah. in terms of yes. how they fed their babies, how they birth their babies, how we yeah. raise yeah. our children, um, what activities you do with your children, or what activities you don't do with your children, yeah. um, it, and and that's why I'm a supporting mothers. I wanted it, that to be a non-competitive yeah. space because actually we are so much stronger when yeah. we support each other and when we look out for each other and come together as a community especially mm -hmm. women especially women because we are the glue that kind of keeps everything together mm -hmm. that's our kind of role I say especially women you know, obviously men do have those roles as well um, but generally speaking it's that's women and that is now what is playing out on a much well it, it's been playing out on a bigger scale every, you know for such a long time like you, like you just said but we're also seeing now more communities banding together to help people because of what's mm -hmm. currently going on. Yes, absolutely. Um, kindness is becoming a bit more, yeah. um, a bit more common than it and it was. You know, I felt I feel like I've been banging a drum for such a long time about kindness and how mm -hmm. Christmas shouldn't just be the only season of goodwill where we wish well on our neighbours and we, you know say to the person at the checkout have a great day you know yeah. or have a lovely christmas this should be the way that we are yes we should yeah, not like be competing against each other compassion for each other. yeah it should not be a dog eat dog world mm. and there are lots of systems like you say that make us feel that we have to be i don't know, have the next um the next gadget or the next yeah. um 
upgrade on the car or a bigger home or I don't know a designer handbag or we need to look a certain way or you know we we need to strive towards that promotion and that more money Mm. or whatever it might be we're we're always chasing something and actually if we have that stillness and we sit in our our hearts you know we need to come to a point where we realize that by stepping away from that way of being and that way of thinking we can gain so much more on a personal level because that's kind of what we're here for yeah that's it exactly we're here for you know joy and I think as well it's like important to say like it's okay it's okay if like some of these things are your your kind of things like I agree but it's about not it's about not letting that kind of dictate not letting that run through your veins and I think what really kind of breaks my heart is to see and, and I've done it myself a few times, even during this kind of like homeschooling period, um, home learning period, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's that that competitiveness almost, it sometimes feels like it, rule, it rules so many women. It absolutely rules like who they are, how they feel about themselves, um, how they, you know, stops them in their tracks and means that they can't go any further. And I kind of see this as a really you have to be in the right space and I think not everyone's ready but when you are ready to be in that space to kind of confront those feelings head on that's when like the healing starts and as we know once you start it's it's all the way isn't it you can't stop once you (laughs) once you get yourself on this healing path it's like a big I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like a continual spiral. (laughs) It's like it's a spiral, the spiral of life. It just it kind of it shows you a bit, and then it shows you a bit more. And and you're absolutely right. There is nothing wrong with um, people living in that kind of driven, focused way. That's what some people love, and they thrive on it, and it motivates and it makes them feel great. That's good. You should always do what makes you feel great. That's your path. That's maybe part of your soul contract. You're part of that that world that you're in for a reason because it has a knock-on effect on other people so there's always a reason as long as you're following your your heart and when when women women get get burnout because they're operating at a linear level and um and they don't need to be and they're not following their like inner guidance system um because we've never been told or shown how to Mm. um which is where the moon mother aspect comes yeah into play again because um that is such a significant part of our healing and our relearning mm. you know you um kind of remembering sorry you, you mentioned earlier didn't you um yeah like the un- unlearn and yeah. when you said unlearn I thought yes we unlearn and we remember yeah I know as, a, as um as some as someone that steps into your divine feminine you think I'd I would have known this all a, yeah. all along it just seems so natural when you're in that state mm. it, it just feels um true yeah and I think that's where the passion probably from both of us comes when you it's hard to articulate it but when you want to show that to other people people that you see like <laughs> it sounds like I'm trying to rescue people again I'm not trying to rescue people because I think the thing about the consciousness raising at the moment is it's opening a lot of eyes. It's people are asking questions, people are um, reassessing their own lives and, you know, some will take action with that. Some will, um, 
you know, obviously just not be in a position yet to not be in the right space to do that. But the way that consciousness is raising allows all of us to kind of step into that on some level. And I think, you know, right now it's easy to, you know, as we said, it's easy to step into fear. But one of the most important things for me that I see is that if we can all take some time to think about like the healing that's needed on a personal level and I, I think that's where I feel quite passionate now about having you know even though it's been very fast my healing over the last like, six months or so it's like wow like if we could all surrender and allow this rather than being you know kind of dictated to by society by those wanting to control us by you know other things that are going on out there then you know we need to heal our stuff don't we <laughs> yeah we really do and and you are having this time at the moment is am- amplifying everything and speeding up the healing process for a lot yeah. of people Scarily, because I think they, they are not having to kind of go off and do x y and z because that's not there at the moment no, they have to kind it. of or they've got the opportunity if they choose mm. to kind of work out well why is this coming up for me right now you know, why is this, why am I feeling like this about a situation that happened five or 10 years ago? Um, what, what has been re-triggered for me right now? And what do I need to do mm. for myself right now to work my way through this, mm. you know, current phase? And then, as you said, oh, you get a spiral. So that's one layer. And then maybe a couple of days later something else might come up and yeah. you think oh I'm feeling really angry about this mm. well anger can be a really positive emotion can't yeah. it because it can be a catalyst for change yes, changing absolutely. something it means you've put, perhaps, potentially you've put up with something for a long yeah. time and it needs to come to the surface to be dealt with which talking about cycles and womb wisdom um something I've just mentioned this by the by but um when women are told, you know, you've got PMS, PMT, you're really moody this time of the month and you know, this kind of thing. Um, we've been taught to shame, to, mm. sh- to not be like that. And that that's, you know, shame on you for basically getting angry and feeling those. Well, mm. in actual fact, that is our body's way of telling us that something that should have been dealt with throughout the month has not so mm. a lot of women will say they've put up with most things throughout the month and it gets to a certain point and they mm. kind of fly off the handle about it. Mm. But that's because earlier on in the month, they should have been saying, oh, you know, I'd prefer it if you do do this yeah. this way or can we have a conversation about this because it's kind of ruffling my feathers a little yeah. bit. You know, deal with it then before it gets to that point. Mm. And then that's the, when you can deal with it, that that's like the end of a cycle you know, you're meant to be releasing um, towards the, the at the end of your yeah. cycle. So you release so that then you can start anew the following month. Mm. Um, yeah, I love the idea of a cycle being, um, you know, looking at it like seasons. Absolutely. It really feels like it fits. And then getting to autumn and giving yourself permission to know that actually maybe it's okay I'm not necessarily going to be creative but actually isn't it your, is it your autumnal phase where you are often um wanting to kind of tidy and get things organized and yeah, but you're sure ready, ready ready for hibernation yeah you're wanting to it's fascinating you want to slow really you want is. to start to slow down like yeah. kind of kind of finish off a few bits tie up loose ends yeah. so go into your winter and your hibernation when you should be resting and surrendering yeah. 
um, perhaps reflecting on what's what's gone yeah. well and not beating yourself time. up because you didn't feel like seeing friends or you didn't absolutely do that 5k run because you're exhausted or you didn't um, deal with the kids as well as you might have done and I've, I found that really helpful just to kind of reflect on that and and know it's really useful as well if, if these kind of things affect you quite a bit because I find some months I'm not as affected as I am others so for example this month like I only just got my period but I didn't I was very tired and I was, was going to touch on with you as well about all these energetic changes but we're going on so I feel like we need to do like six <laughs> podcasts um, but I feel like yeah that maybe there's really something in that and I'll definitely um definitely be thinking about that about like how you know how the month has been and then whether that has had a a knock-on effect that's really interesting I've never how easy have you have you gone on gone on yourself on some months compared to others or perhaps there's been some some months where you've perhaps um you're not eating as healthily as you had and so that can have an effect on your um emotions your hormones and your like release at the end of the cycle um and then there's the moon as well and it was a new moon last night so um that brings up lots of things for me and that can affect other people in different ways Mm. as as well as the the full moon so so you've got our own individual cycles we've got the seasons around us and we've got the cycles of the moon um and then healing cycle there's just it's just (laughs) like it's it's phenomenal there is but it's so much wisdom in all of this and um we're in a massive end of a cycle now and that's part of the divine feminine rising if people can start to embrace the fact that life is going to change after this it's already changed Mm. and it will continue to change but we need to end one cycle for a new cycle to begin a new like for yeah for a new cycle to begin um and that in itself if you can acknowledge that is also to acknowledge a cyclical nature and the divine feminine rather than a linear way of of living so which brings us back to flow yeah it is it's all connected it's all fascinating we yeah. we could go on we could, yeah. <laughs> we could. Oh, no, I'm, I'm getting the problem here is I'm getting ideas popping in my head about us talking about like parenting and and like yeah. conscious living the energy changes but otherwise it will end up oh like... yes because conscious living that's fantastic so, because integration is a challenge yeah. it really is so oh, yeah I'd love to have a conversation totally. with you about yeah, we'll that do at some that. point <laughs> so have you got anything coming up you want to talk about anything that you're um you're doing and where can people find you to connect with you um, because everyone has to connect with you <laughs> <laughs> thanks Gemma um yeah, I'm doing women's circles. Um, I'm getting better at uh, sharing those on Facebook yeah, and I can't wait um, Instagram. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I'm going to be launching a womb wisdom. Uh, I want to say that workshop is going to need to be in two parts. So I'm going to be doing womb wisdom uh, as well. And when we can get back into actual contact with people mm-hmm. again, uh, I'll be doing womb blessings and womb healings which is also which is the energy alignment um and feminine energy awakening Mm. um we've i do run retreats as well kind of afternoon retreats um alongside uh, my friend sally uh we're hoping to start those up again as well Mm. but uh, at the moment my my offerings are are going to be womb the womb wisdom and the circles online um and obviously 
when we can get back into contact with people mm. um, I'm offering healing sessions Reiki healing or uh, moon mother healing Fab. and you're on Instagram aren't you are you on Facebook as well I'm on Facebook as well I'm Claire Curtis women's wisdom and wellness uh, on Facebook, <laughs> I'm, a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently uh, I'm Claire underscore mothers supporting mothers on Instagram mm-hmm. however um, because of my own personal evolving mm-hmm. that will be changing shortly I'll probably be Claire Curtis and a number or something because okay. I realize I'm limiting myself by um, suggesting that I am just mother supporting mothers this is about the divine feminine and, and healing um on an individual basis mm-hmm. as well so that's part of my cycle ending yeah you know, which is going to be one cycle ending and a new one coming up but at the moment um yeah claire mother sporting mothers or claire curtis in the future oh well, thank you so much thank you it's been really great. good i know yeah. i know I i'm it. glad as well yeah i know it's been it's been great this is what i want just nice flowing aligned conversations Um, perfect thank you thank you so much and have a great day